Hey guys, you're listening to Tales of the Hunt with Simmons Sporting Goods. Episode one, we'll be uh, talking with Dylan Scott, country music artist, about some hunting, some music, uh, man, just a little bit of everyday life. I'm your co-host, Caleb Wallace. I'm joined with Hunter and Lindsey Simmons. And guys, thanks for listening. Dylan, thanks for being here. Here, Dylan. Yeah, man, absolutely. Dylan, what's uh, I mean, what's been happening with you? What's on the road? You've been on tour and came in to get your deer hunting, uh, all your deer hunting stuff. Yeah, we came right? in this week to. Uh, I had about four days off, so I came in and do some bush hogging, some disking, and realized it's still 100 degrees here in Northeast Louisiana <clears throat> and dry. But uh, but yeah, man, it's been a busy year for me. We just got off tour with Justin Moore. We did That's about all. six months with him. Yeah, and, uh, now just doing our own thing now, playing a bunch of these small town fairs and festivals. Awesome. You know, awesome. And, and a lot. Of, what's cool about you is that a lot of these guys play that. You know, the country music stars play that they're country and out hunting and doing that kind of yeah. stuff. But you and I grew up together, and we've been yeah. hunting together for a long time. Absolutely. You know, That's just what we did around here, you know. Right. That's, That's right. It's part of your blood. Yep. You ever, uh, you know, you go to all these locations where you tour and, you know, play. Do you ever look at somewhere and look at, like, man, look, I'm going to be playing right there in the middle of deer season. They got some huge whitetails. Or, yeah. you know, hey, I'm right here in the middle of flyway during duck season. Let's try to plan a hunt, or do you just not have time for that? I mean, you can always make time. You know, you can always come in a day early or stay a day later and catch a flight or something. But we have, man. We've played in some places uh, where, you know, they've got giant deer, you know, up in the oh, yeah. and, yeah. uh This past weekend, I was in Nebraska, and, I usually go to Nebraska every year, and so when I was on stage, I, I go to Pawnee City. When I was on stage this past weekend, I was asking anybody if there's anybody from Pawnee City, and I tell them that I go to Pawnee City, and they, you know, they love all that stuff. But really, what I'm doing is hoping somebody will slide in my DMs and go, "Hey, man, That's right. <laughs> I got about I two or three hundred acres in Pawnee City. If you want to hunt that yeah. next year, so heck yeah, uh, and it actually it works. You know, oh, people do. Does. They're like, man, you mentioned my town, so. Uh, it's yes, cool sir. being able to go play the country. So, uh, if anybody in Pawnee City is listening, Dylan's, yeah, Dylan's yeah. looking for a place to hunt. Hey, hey, actively uh, looking. Actually, any, anywhere. If you're anywhere in the United States and you've got a bunch of land. so but Yeah, um, but yeah that's that's something. I know you and uh, you and buddy of mine are going to go do a trip here pretty quick, aren't yeah. you? Where are going? We're going to Colorado on an elk hunt. It's a dream hunt of mine. I've always uh, done an elk hunt. But absolutely. that's kind of, the same, kind of the same situation, man. I've I become good buddies with him now. He's from Missouri. He hit me up on Instagram one day and said, man, if you ever want to come, you know, when you're coming through on your tour and come deer hunt, let me know. And I looked at his, his site and whatnot, and they're hooked up with Drury Outdoors and these Heartland Bowhunter guys. And this dude's he's pretty legit. Heck, yeah. Anyway, we became buddies, and I went turkey hunting with him this past, uh, this past year. And so he's got a guy out in Colorado that guides for a living. And he's not going to guide us, but he said, look, I'm out scouting this summer. I'll scout you some places, and y'all go out there and have a good time. So we're going to go next month and – why not? September. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. And a break for the it'll still be hundred degrees and dry here in North Louisiana. Yeah, it's so. gonna be nice up there. So tell us kind of about the story. I mean, the, when I first, you know, we we kind of grew up together, and one of the first concerts I ever saw you play, you were standing on a flatbed at a <laughs> yeah. in a barn, basically, and you were you know rocking out. But uh, tell me what it's like to come from just pack up with nothing but your clothes and roll out to Nashville from a small town. I mean, we're in a we got a pretty big store here, but it's a really small town. I mean, there's just not yeah. much going on. It's cool, man. I mean, like you said, you go from a flatbed trailer to now we're honestly playing some of the biggest stages in the country, you know. Um, it's it's kind of crazy to think about that sometimes, but it just, uh, it's kind of humbling knowing you're from a small town and you had to work your butt off to get to where you're at. So you're not, you're not going, oh, look at me, look what I'm doing kind of deal. It's like, man, I'm blessed to do this, but I'm still the same dude I was when I left here kind of deal. But 
I'm not I'm not ashamed. I'll still go play on a flatbed trailer tomorrow if I, I have to. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I'm, and at the same time I'm kinda of fortunate I don't have to, but it's it's a lot of fun. You know, and that's another question we had. Lindsay actually had the question and she wasn't able to join us today, but uh do you ever go? She said, "Yeah, ask him. Does he ever go to like karaoke? You ever like disguise and go to a karaoke bar and just <laughs> just, just walk out. up on stage and just like sign up some anonymous name, no, and walk up, I always and sing? Say, I always say I'm going to do that. And I never do it. I usually just go. And it's kind of crazy. I can go play three or four shows a weekend, every weekend. Which my last weekend off was January. I mean, right. I'm rolling. I can go play in front of thousands of people, but you get me in a small karaoke bar in front of 20 or 30 people, I'm just like, I lock up. Like, man, I don't want to sing karaoke. <laughs> like, you know? beating, yeah. yeah, it's kind of crazy the way it works, but but uh, but yeah, one day I'm going to do that for sure. Yeah, because nobody can sing good on karaoke stage, right? Yeah, that's it's right. Just, so what's it matter? Yeah, that's right. Just so wail what, out. What was kind of the breakout? I, yeah, I know, I remember one thing that you did. Uh, what was that song you played on the piano? You learned to play the piano just for, right? It was... Uh, Ed the cover of oh, Sheeran, yeah. 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 Sheeran. Was that kind Thinking of out loud. Out, uh, you know, video that kind of got you out there. That was kind of so. Here's the deal. I'm twenty, I'm twenty seven now. I moved to Nashville when I was nineteen, and I got signed to a record label. And you think, oh man, you got signed to a record label, you done made it. No, that's you ain't done nothing. Uh-huh. You know, you, somebody signed you, and they basically put you up on a shelf and worry about their big artists. And so that's kind of what they did with me. It's like, all right, they signed me, and nothing was going on. I wasn't putting music out, so I wanted to. I mean, I had to do it myself, you know. And that's kind of what I learned growing up from my dad and whatnot. If you want something, you don't wait around and let somebody do it for you. Yep. You do it yourself. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to put this song out on YouTube. And so I did a little video. I got to call a buddy of mine and said, hey, I want to shoot a little bitty mini music video for this Ed Sheeran song. And I'm going to put it out on YouTube. And we did. And it blew up. Next thing I know, the label's calling me going, hey, let's put this on iTunes. Put it on iTunes. It blew up. Next thing you know, I get to go play shows, and we was playing shows for like 50 or 60 people, and 50 or 60 turned to 250, Quick. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, they were playing these little little bigger venues for three, 400 people, which is like, oh, wow, that's really cool. So, I mean, it did, man. It helped It helped a lot to get things get really you, rolling for me. It got, the, it got the label like, okay, let's pay attention to this real something. quick. Yeah. And then we got them, we got them moving. Cool. So, is there one, is there like a hunting, is there an item that you can't go hunting without like you leave the house you're like oh man you know i forgot whatever it is i forgot i gotta go back and get that i just can't hunt without it well this day and age it's your phone right right you, you know what else you do you don't I hunt know, in a deer stand right. you get in a deer stand especially a box stand i mean you'll sit there and I, I mean drive yourself crazy just sitting in a box stand for three hours but uh we always uh growing up my granddad and my dad we'd always had like candy you know two oh yeah or something to snack yeah. on caramel and stuff like that so that's kind of my always go to get a little brown paper sack full of Tootsie rolls and whatnot. Yeah. Out there. Now that you're grown, you can take cold beer instead of yeah, candy. Absolutely. So, <laughs> and what about you? Know, I know you said you hadn't been home, you know, in Nashville on a mm-hmm. weekend since January. But when you're when you got some downtime in Nashville, like you know, here we ride back roads, shoot snakes, yeah. uh, whatever. You drink. Fi- you can't find a dirt road in Nashville. So that's what I was wondering. Oh, like, that would, hurt, that would hurt my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I remember one night years ago, um, a buddy of mine, we were roommates. He's from Chicago. He's a city boy, but um, which I brought him down here plenty of times. He shot his first deer down here last year. But anyway, I was like, "You ever rode back roads before?" He goes, "No." So let's go find some. We drove around for hours looking for a dirt road. And couldn't find <laughs> one, but, uh, Nashville's fun, man. I mean, there's so much to do now. It's it's a lot different things I do now than what I used to do. Now that I'm married and got a kid that's you know, right gotta uh, settle down real quick you know yeah. you find yourself a saturday night is 
grilling steaks at home and, and watching cartoons. But And that's exciting Saturday night. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then get into bed early, you know. But You don't get many Saturday nights at home anymore. You don't no, we, we roll so much. Next year's going to be a little different. Um, i got to have a couple weekends off during the yeah. year. But, but, you know, it's really not that bad. We say, you know, I say, hey, I haven't had a weekend off since January, but I work on the weekends. That means I'm usually home Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Right. Leave Wednesday night at midnight on a bus. We play somewhere Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Bus drives all through Saturday night, and we're back home by Sunday morning. So it's really not a bad deal, but it is nice to have a weekend off. That's right, the full sure. weekend where yeah. you can just plan, plan a weekend, a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, because your buddies, like all my buddies, they just got regular jobs back home you know, yeah. Monday through Friday, and it sucks because we got to hang out like on a Wednesday night That's when they right. got to go to work the next day, and I don't. It's like, man, it's... We're kind of on that same boat, so if you're in town, weekends we got to work. We, yeah, we, yeah, we, we work whenever. Yeah. We we hang out and just tough it out the next day, That's basically. Right. Yeah. Um, What about, you know, coming home, you always come in here when you come home, and, mm-hmm. and uh, your dad comes in here all the time. We Hunter and I get tickled. He'll come in. He comes in with, like, his... his arm load of deer cameras yeah he don't know he don't know what he's doing yeah yeah he's in the older generation technologically challenged we call it and yeah. you know and mr scott you need some help ah, dylan can't see his deer pictures oh yeah, yeah. It's dylan can't, it's, it's, yeah. He can't see yeah yeah he always yeah. uses you always for an excuse yeah. for us to uh <laughs> you know for us to set his cameras up but i mean what's it mean for you having a place like Simmons sporting goods at home you know that sells hunting stuff and uh you know, I mean, we're 70,000 square to re- square feet of retail. It's one of the biggest in the South as far as sporting goods retail outlets. Well, it spoils you is what it does because, I mean, I grew up here. From the time I can remember, there's been some sporting goods. You need something done with your gun or your bow or whatever, you just walk in and get it done. Or you need your, your trail cams set up. You don't know yeah, how to do it. Absolutely. So. You just walk in and get it done. Um, and then when I moved to Nashville, I realized and started traveling the country there's not really many that many places like this. You know, you, you can't really take your bow here, take your gun here, go get this little knickknack that you really want. You got to order it online or something, you know, or send it, send your bow off to somebody where here, like I said, you can just walk in and really get it just like that, which is which is cool, you know. And, I mean, while we're talking about, you know, Dylan Scott and Simmons Sporting Goods, I guess, uh, you know, broke the news recently on the Bandit podcast that Hunter and Lindsay and I did about the – giveaway hunt with mm-hmm. dylan scott yep. um with Simmons sporting goods real tree banded yep. you and uh honey so, break so i'm gonna kind of shed some light on that we're gonna uh we're actually gonna be putting it on our facebook page we're gonna be busting it out everybody all of our social medias it's gonna be uh Simmons sporting goods uh dylan scott honey break real tree all of us are gonna go in together and we're gonna pay for two guys or girls uh you bring you and one hunting buddy down to Honey Break Lodge, which is one of the coolest places I've ever been. Have you, you, you guys ever been there? I've been down there, yeah. It's, it's, it's I always have to stay and work while yeah, Hunter goes. Been no, I'm the weekend no, warrior, man. dude. It's like, shunned. I go first. Hunter, like, we're there. always picking out who gets to go on these trips. It's like, all right, one of y'all have been invited, and, and Hunter's like, Hey, you can go on this trip because that next weekend I'm going to Honey Break. I'm like, yeah. dude, you went to Honey <laughs> Break last year. He's like, yeah, so I'm I mean, going it's again. A, it's a really awesome place. I mean, you name the kind of hunting they have. They've set this place up. They have a beautiful, beautiful lodge. One of the coolest places I've ever been. Oh, absolutely. Um, on the lake, you can go fishing. You got, you know, they got WRP stuff. They have, you know, woods hunting. They have field hunting. They have it all. And then uh, we're gonna send you there, and you hang out with Dylan, and you're gonna bring a guitar signed by you and all the guys yep, right y'all gonna absolutely. pick a little bit and then uh 
Bandit's going to outfit you guys with everything you need, head to toe, waders. Make, you know, it's going to be in real tree camo because those guys are right in there with us. And then Simmons is going to give you a couple of brand new A400 plus shotguns in Max 5 camo. Um, so you don't need to bring a thing just yourself. And it'll be a great time. I'm not, not going to bring my gun. I'm going to get me a new one, too. Right? You're going to get a new easy, one, too? Easy. Well, I mean, since y'all are going hunting break, you'll probably get to hunt with Hunter, too. I'll have to stay here and work. Absolutely. I'll have to hold the, hold the fort down. We can get Lindsay to do it, and we'll go. How about that? That's right. Hey, yeah, whatever. I'm ready. Uh, but the way you sign up for that, guys, is we're going to have a landing page. Um, all the social medias, the Bandit, the Real Trees, the Simmons, the you know Dylan, we're all going to have the link. You just click on the link, and we'll... Uh, It'll bring you right to the page. Sign up, give us your name, address, email, and uh, we'll be picking that right around November time frame. And you guys will be going hunting right in January. We're gonna set the exact dates and have all the rules and regulations on the uh, on the website. So check that out. Rule number one. Up. Rule number one. You have to be a fan of my music. If not, if not, you're, you're, out. you're out of there. You're no, out. I'm just kidding. Rule you're number out. two. You can't shoot very well because we want to kill all the ducks. That's right. Well, That's I don't right. Shoot very well. So. I don't know. We, I've hunted with you before, Dylan. We had a. Uh, it's been several years back. Had a little teal smackdown in the. Oak Ridge down yep. there, and you, you're pretty good with the he's, shotgun. He's a he, sandbagger. He'll pretend. He's yeah. Saying, he's a, oh, I don't shoot real good, so you take him, then he swacks. Yeah. He kept trying to hold his shotgun like a guitar. I kept telling him, you know, <laughs> you're not, you're not going to play any chords on that shotgun. Sleep. You got to sleep. Yeah. So what's your what's your favorite kind of hunting? I mean, what we're big. I'm a big turkey hunter. Caleb yep. loves duck hunting. What's what's your what's your thing? I just love bow hunting. I love bow hunting whitetails, man. That's so why. Why is that? What what gets it? It's I don't know, man. There's something about there's something about climbing a tree and sitting there as still as possible and quiet. And when that deer comes in, up right, up right up under your tree or five, six, ten yards away, I don't know, it just gets me every time. It's a, it's a primal know? thing. I, I'm a, I like to bow hunt, too. I'm not very good at it because I can't sit still. I'm moving around yeah. too much. But. Well, Hunter's problem with bow hunting is he likes to shoot the first thing he sees. Yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty bloodthirsty. That's, yeah. That's true. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's a very primitive thing, and that's kind of cool that, you know, you can get up there and get that close to an animal and just yeah. know that you, you've outsmarted it in every shape, way, or fashion. Because, I mean, the scent and, and the eyes and everything of a deer is just crazy. Yep, absolutely. Um, You know, and while we're breaking news, uh, got a little hometown concert going to happen here yeah. November you know, 17th. November 17th. We ain't really told anybody yet, but we'll break it right here. Um, So, Tim McGraw from this area. Used to do swamp stock. Yeah, absolutely. You know? uh, grew it from literally nobody. I think two or three thousand yeah. people the first year he did it to yeah. twenty thousand people when he stopped doing it. You know, and he hasn't done oh, yeah. ten years. Yes, yeah. I think it's been ten years. So it, I mean, yeah, I think I was still in high school in the last one, mm -hmm. which has been a little over ten years ago. Yeah. So and so I just yeah, basically we are. I am. I've always yeah. wanted to come back do something for Northeast Louisiana. And um, I just thought it'd be cool to kind of bring that back. And we're going to call it Bayou Stock. Bayou Stock. Bayou All Stock. Right. And so, anyway, this will be the first year. Uh, like I said, we got Simmons Sporting Goods, Banded, Real Tree. So far on board for that. It's going to be a um, it's going to be a real good deal. It's gonna it's just a regular concert, outdoor concert. It's going to be real legit. Big stage, big sound, big lights. We're going to bring in some. Um, we're going to bring in some pretty cool people as far as artist wise. We just don't know who yet. 
All right. We need to keep that quiet. Yeah, we ain't got them completely locked in, but it's going to be a good deal. Look on Dylan's face, tell him he knows who. He just can't break that. He's going to tell us. We can't break that news yet. Dylan, all the proceeds of this are going to a local charity. It's going to go to a charity. So it's my family, from the time I was born, I remember my parents, they'll go out and they'll buy Christmas for a family that can't afford Christmas. Right. That's just something they've done every year. And so I thought, well, how cool would it be if we could, man, write a check for thirty, thirty five thousand dollars for the first year for some absolutely. kids that need some Christmas. Oh, and so that's what we're gonna do, man. I think we're gonna call it, you know, the charity's gonna be called Bayou Stockings. Nice. So you got Bayou yeah. Stock Bayou yeah. Stockings. So we're it's some along those lines, but that's what we're gonna do. We're hoping that we can just get all these proceeds to come in. The community's communities behind it so much, you know, donating the venue first of all. Um, I mean everything's been great. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a big deal. Yeah, and we definitely, as soon as we heard about it, we wanted to jump on board because, like I said, we want to give, this community's given us so much and this, you know, being able to, to build a store and, and just all the support that we get on a daily basis, we want to give back as much as possible. I know you feel the same way. I mean, this, this area pumps your, your name and your music a lot because we, we, we're all real proud of you. I know the whole town is, is real proud to have you because, I mean, everybody says, oh, you know him? He came from your town. <laughs> yeah, man, we know him. That's funny. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Dylan, we talked about the covert cameras and your dad and all, and that's, I mean, you not being here and hunting here, and I mean, how is covert cameras that plays in your deer season a little bit, being able to see it from anywhere, really, not only Nashville, but on the road, wherever yeah, you may be? Absolutely. Well, I, I mean, I can sit on my bus at night and look at deer cameras and your pictures popping on my phone, but uh, one of the main things is I ain't got to call my dad and go, hey, go check my camera. Go <laughs> yeah, check my camera. And then you got to hear him griping and complaining. Well, I got things I got to do. So, And then he's up here the next day going, I went to check this dang camera. Yeah. He's griping at us because he went to check and the camera we set him. up and, yeah. and it ain't it's working. A, it's a double-edged sword, too, because if you get him messing with the covert camera, and like I said, he's a little older, he'll mess something up every time and he'll be up here <laughs> talking to you guys. But That's it's pretty right. awesome. Hey, we, I mean, We love him coming up. Though. Yeah, but it's pretty awesome. You know, I can like today. Or tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'll probably go out there. I'll set my covert camera up. I'm leaving Thursday, and I ain't got to worry about it. You That's know, right. It's there. It don't matter where I'm at. So I could be on the bus, at a venue, wherever, pictures popping up. So, Do you plan your gigs around kind of hunting season and where you're going to be? Because I know you got a hunt spot down here, and you probably yeah. got one up in Nashville, right? Yeah, we got a place up in Nashville. Um, I didn't as of – I've been up there. I've been in Nashville almost eight years now. And it wasn't until this past year I actually had a place to hunt. Because it's not like here. Here you can go find a lease. Yeah. Or you can go talk to some dude and say, hey, man, you mind if I hunt your yeah. 40, 50 acres? Uh, well, there's Facebook home. forums everywhere. Yeah. You know, leasing here, leasing there, looking Tennessee's for members. different, man. I mean, you cannot find a deer lease. You really? cannot find it. And you go talk to a landowner, so I'm like, well, I got cows out there. I don't want you shooting my cows. Well, I know you're going to put a yeah. cow, you know. But just the way it is. But I'll tell you what I did last year. I got on Instagram. And I made a post. I said, if anybody lives in these counties right here, I said, let me know. If you got any land that you want to lease, let me know. And this dude hit me back and said, hey, man, I'm hunting about 200 acres over here by myself. Do you want to come hunt it? And I didn't message him back. Yeah. I was like, uh, I don't know. And then the next day, hey, man, I'm serious. It's 200 acres. And I, I called him. I said, all right, man. He's my age. He's, you know, got a wife, a young baby that's about Make the same sure age as mine. Yeah. yeah. So I went and met him. He's from Alabama, man. Just a major, major hunter. I mean, this dude knows his stuff. And so I went hunting with him, man. And he had this 200 acres over here and had another 50 here and another 
you know, 60 down the road. And I was like, this is, this is kind of cool, you know. So we became really good friends besides hunting. So now we hunt together and whatnot. But Tennessee hunting is a lot different here. I mean, there's no feeding. Yeah, you know? tell us about that. Tell no us the differences. Because we, yeah. we, we got to sit right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is crazy because here's, I guess you can feed during the off season. But even when the season starts, you go into Walmart or wherever, they still got their corn out. They yeah. still got, you know, all the other feed that you can put out, but you, it's illegal. Yeah. So I'm like, why, why are y'all selling it? They're in if sales, not law enforcement. That's right. That's, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's a little different, you know. It's so a little tell, more challenging. Tell us a little bit about that. Like I said, it's more challenging. And I, and I like to hunt like that. I'm not yeah. real good at it, but uh, – I don't. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm <laughs> trying to. A, I'm trying to sit there over a feeder at 100 yards, drink a beer, and see what comes out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not no too doubt. too mad at them. Um, but you know, let's talk about that. You gotta you gotta be a lot more in tune with what's going on. You gotta find yourself a trail yeah. and you know hunt for the sign and really get a good spot. How do you pick your spot? What do you look for? What are those kinds of things? Yeah, I'm not real good at picking spots. That's for <laughs> I sure. I just I just luck up. You know, I just basically guys like all right. I think the deer are moving through here. You can see where they've been moving a little bit. You know, find a rub, find a scrape, whatever. He's like, I'm going to set up right here. That's what I did last year, and luckily it worked out. There's uh, My buddy sent me pictures the other day of our camera where it's at, and there's bucks everywhere. So, That's awesome. So hopefully we're good. But i tell you what's cool about up there is, you know, you grunt for them or you rattle for them, they, they work it. I mean, they'll, they'll come out here. I've yeah, never you, had any luck. You grunt really, you know? he's turn Scare him to yeah. death. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you grunt and rattle around here, it's like, you know. That deer will be attention. three parishes away from here if you rattle at him or anything there, before he man, stops. You get the rattling or grunting, man, they, they come running. So those deer, cool. and we have pretty, I mean, we got some really big horns here, but fairly, they're fairly small deer when you look at, you know, the northern deer that are eating a lot, yeah. a lot bigger. I mean, how, how big are those? They're deer? about the same, I would say. Body-wise, they're about the same. The horns, obviously, I think they're a little bigger. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's more. The deer right. up there is crazy. What about, you know, talking about it, I just thought about it. And I mean, you hunt not too far from our property. Feral hogs here are just uh, terrible. Are they are they hogs no, in Tennessee? No hogs in Tennessee? So no, at all. Hey, Hunter, I yeah. quit. I'm moving to Tennessee. Our, <laughs> no hogs. Yeah. yeah. Our place where we hunt here is it's full of them, you know. But I have to say, too, I mean, I've seen more bucks and bigger bucks on our property here in northeast louisiana than i've seen my whole life the past couple of years which really? is really yeah. cool we've kind of noticed that in the past few years and i, and I guess because the rain and the you have a lot more food source but hogs have gotten worse and it's harder yeah. to hunt them but the deer seem like they're getting bigger yeah. I, you know i think there's people around here that are that are managing their deer a little better they're yeah. following their practice they're not going with uh you know, when we were growing up, it was like you had a you got a mom, dad, and two boys, and everybody can kill or two boys, two girls, whatever. So you got a family of four. Everybody are six deer apiece. That family's gonna kill twenty four deer in yep. Beekman, Louisiana, yeah, some way or another. And uh, <laughs> button head or no, it, yeah, it don't matter. It's how you got a tag, got a fill it. Don't matter how you fill it. And I think that's changed a lot um, here in the past the little while. Of, you know, doe to buck ratio and. Yeah. And they're starting to learn of what's actually a cold and what's just a young deer, and that's a lot of it, I think. Um, do y'all do anything? You said you got a lot of hogs here. Have you got any? I know you're not home a lot. Do you guys do something to control the hog population? Here in Louisiana? Yeah, in Louisiana, yeah. No, I mean, we haven't. Yeah. I mean, every now Shoot and them then, when you see them. Shoot them when you see them, that's <laughs> it. But, I mean, here's the deal. I mean, I, I hear them when I'm hunting. I've probably only seen them once. You know, you'll hear mm-hmm. them back in the woods behind you, but I don't, I don't ever see them. Uh, I was bow hunting two years ago, 
and I was bow hunting where my box stand is down a lane. Center lane of my box stand is probably 300 yards, and I'd get about halfway down there, and I set a bow stand up. And I get down, and I'm headed back towards my box stand, about to pass a corn pile, and I just hear, it's I mean, it's pitch black, and I'm yeah. bow hunting. I ain't got a gun or nothing. I mean, I, I ran like a little, I ran like a little girl back to the tree stand, and I climbed it, and I called somebody That's to come that. get me. I said, I'm yeah. not getting down. So, hey, they're bad, man. They Shoot. are. They are. I've seen people get gored by them and yeah. all kinds of good stuff. And and they're so dang, you know, you get these pictures, there's so dang many of them. I mean, we had last year, I think we counted 30-something in one picture. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy. Of course, during the springtime, Hunter and I get a little time away from here, and we get to play with all this thermal night vision stuff, so we go get on them at night. Yeah. It's, you need to come get it. This year. You need to come get in on that this spring. Yeah, cool. I kill, the, uh, we kill like 20 one night. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. fun. Back to the covert cameras. So bears are bad. Are I was just bad. about to ask that if you were so, bears up there in Tennessee. I'll tell you what I did. This was a couple of years ago. I was in my stand. I was deer hunting. Saw nothing the whole afternoon. It's pitch black. I get down. I'm walking back to my truck. <clears throat> I get back to my truck. I sit down. And my phone goes off. I look on my phone. It's my covert camera. It's a big old bear sitting right there mm. at my corner. I'm like, I just walked. Probably sitting there I just walked you. past yeah. that. Yeah. You talk about hair stand up on the back Absolutely. of your neck. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's something that's gotten. We've got someone in your place, me and Caleb hunt together in his place, and it's, it, you've had to start really hunting differently because, I mean, they're like a big raccoon. They'll get into anything, yeah. and they tear up anything, and it's kind of, you got to be on your toes. They're yeah. curious, man. Like, I mean, you put a feeder up. So so I put a feeder up uh, on a bow spot a couple of years back, and I come back, and the feeder's tore down. And so, you know, I look at my camera, it's a bear. I was like, well, I'll just stop feeding this spot until – the bear moves on. So he tore my ladder stand off the tree. So I'm like, hey, dang. So I just kind of left, left the camera up just for the heck of it and just just going to let it go, thinking maybe he'll leave, maybe he'll get tired. Then he tore the camera off the tree, threw it off in the bushes, picked it up. So You weren't feeding me anymore. Yet, no, I finally just got all my stuff. We abandoned that spot. So <laughs> y'all, Are y'all getting any bears up there? Or? No, I've no. never seen a bear up there. Yeah, no bears, no hogs, plenty of deer. Like that sounds like yeah. deer no hunting paradise. No back roads, yeah. No back roads, yeah. no, what about ducks? Bad. You you hunt any ducks you up know, there? I've never hunted ducks up there, but people do. I mean, even around there where I'm, where I'm living, I'm just thinking to myself, well, what kind of ducks are you killing? I mean, is it just you going wood ducks or what, you know? But they say they kill, <laughs> kill them, them up there. Kill them on Yeah, I mean, I can I can see, you know, West Tennessee shooting some ducks, but I, I just don't know about where you I'm You know, that kind of leads back around to, to this area. Talk about, you mostly come back here to duck hunt. I know you oh, have yeah. a few friends. I mean, this is, people don't think of North Louisiana as, as a duck mecca, but, I mean, we're right here off the edge of the Mississippi Right in the flyway. You get right off the edge of town here in Bassett where we live, and it drops straight down into the delta, and it's it's flatland all the way, rice and everything else. Uh, talk about kind of coming back and being able to have that that hunting area. Yeah, I mean it's just like you said, you grow up here, you know so many people, and it's always too. home, you know. And so, like I said, I usually I work all year until about mid November, and I usually take off all of December and half of January just so I can literally come back home and we deer hunt and duck hunt and um, that's just kind of what it's about for me you know my people up Nashville management record label they know all right come November it's over with it's, <laughs> it's gonna be hard to get doing to go do anything yeah, so no doubt but um, that's why we work so hard during the year so I can come home and 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 even like right now being home it's it's, it's so slow pace 
it's almost relaxing. You know? Right. And I mean, I miss that more than anything because you're on the go so much, Absolutely. so much. And so I just love coming home and just doing nothing and eating. And eating, hunting. yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, eating that's, and hunting, that's it. So. Yeah. And that's the, another thing, eating. What, what about the food up in Nashville? Any comparison to the – They got some good food up there. Yeah, I mean – you can look at me and Caleb. They got <laughs> we don't we don't miss any meals. Yeah, We're trying to anytime I'm going somewhere. I'm trying to figure out what's the, what, what are we eating up there. What's the food like? <laughs> uh, I mean, they got a lot of Mexican food up there. Tacos really? is popular. Taco really taco stands and places, but uh, the food's great up there, man. All kind of good stuff. No crawfish, huh? No crawfish. No. Didn't hang that up. There is a good Cajun place up there. They got some good jambalaya and all that good stuff, but I don't think they got crawfish. Not doing any crawfish bowls up there. So kind of back to uh, to hunting again. Your place up in up there does it have any turkeys on it? Because that, that's my favorite deal. I mean, yeah. that's, that gets you pumped up. It's you know? they're they're full of turkey. I heard. That. I mean, full of turkey up there. Which I've never hunted turkey hunting in Tennessee. I've never really turkey hunted my whole life. I didn't do any turkey hunting here. Yeah. Really, because I just it was always so hot. Yeah. Always so hot during turkey season. Got we don't mosquitoes. have a lot around here. I mean, it's it. They're coming back pretty strong. I mean, we're starting to get some around, but it's it's tough. That's to another thing. Around here, if you're in a hunting club, you got you got 20 people in that club that hunt. You got yeah. 20 people hunting two different turkeys, and that's it. And it's it's tough, man. It is, and that's why you know a lot of people don't do much turkey hunting here. But I went to Missouri this past year though, and I killed my first turkey. That's awesome. It was awesome, man. It was. Well, that kind of leads us back to we gotta tell we gotta tell a hunting story, so that may be the one. Yeah, we uh, can tell. tell. So it was a good one, man. We went up there. A buddy of mine, he farms seventeen thousand acres up there. Seventeen thousand acres, right? They have. This is the guy I'm going elk hunting with in September, but they have. That's a good buddy to have. Yeah, elk hunting plays, all kind of stuff. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. But anyway, he told me, said, "Come up here, let's go turkey hunting." So we went up there, little small town, you know. And uh, the way they did it was they have so many so many acres of land, you know. We'd drive, we'd go set up one morning, try to catch them off the roost. And, you know, if they didn't work right, we could literally just drive down the road to the next field. And if they was there, go set up there. Mm-hmm. Go set up in all these places. But one morning we set up, and they came in perfect. And so I'm sitting on the edge of this field, and I'm not real good at being still, kind of like you. Yeah. You know, I start, I'm just real ADD. But uh, here comes the turkeys coming over on my left side and I'm all I'm ready I'm propped up I'm ready to shoot and they stop and they turn back and go and they're they're right here to my left for about probably 25 minutes they just stayed in the same spot to where I couldn't move I mean if I was to move anything they'd be gone good to hear that where they spitting drumming doing the oh deal. yeah they yeah. they's doing the deal man That's it was cool it was the, you feel that heart wasn't drum. beating was it oh yeah I thought it was gonna pass out <laughs> like literally literally we had a camera guy with us yeah. too like I thought I literally thought that still, my heart's beating so fast. I'm so excited. I'm like, I feel like I just drank two or three Red Bulls, and I'm about to just pass out right now. That's what I felt like. But they turned, and they went over, like, a ridge in the field. And so we literally, we just took the fan. My buddy took the fan. I got behind him with the fan. We crawled over the top of that ridge, and it was about 30 yards. And um, one, two, three, got him. So, was it the, the scoot and shoot? Yes. Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah. A scoot and shoot. And that's shoot. kind of a new thing. I mean, that's seems like I, I carried one last year, and that was the first time I'd ever done it. We were always kind of old school, sit up, call them yeah. to you. If they didn't come to you, try to circle around and yeah. make them come to you. But, I mean, this has been the first time you get up and go get them. And that was, that was pretty cool. We did, uh, I went with Daniel Eccles. We were down in, if you don't know him a good bit, yeah. uh, 
we were down in Texas, and we had hunted these turkeys all morning, chased them up and down, up and down, and uh, ended up in a big wide open field. Most of the time, you can hang it up, you know, you're not going to get them. Right. So he grabs this thing and starts crawling out there to him, and three big cobblers came just running full speed. Yeah, they'll come they're at pretty, it. Uh, they're pretty scary when they're about 20 feet from you and they're hauling butt, you know, coming yeah. to whoop your butt. And they're ugly, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, that is the ugliest bird. Oh, yeah. So they but, come rolling up there, and boom, boom, he kills two of them. But I mean, that was the most pumped up I've ever been on. It's just something about, I mean, I've never heard of scooting, shooting either. You know, I yeah. just thought it was kind of the same way you did. And he looked at me when they went over the hill. He said, come on, let's go. I said, what do you mean? He grabbed this fan out of his bag and popped it open. It was just a turkey, the fan of a turkey, you know. Yeah. And uh, we got to crawling. And when they see that, it doesn't spook them for some reason. So A lot of times they'll, they'll be, you know, if it's a it's a dominant turkey, they think it's a you know, a lot of times it'll be a juvenile van and they'll fan and they'll think uh, they can come up and whoop some butt. So they yeah. come rolling up there and you can smoke them. But it yeah. was a lot of fun. Hunter sends me this video from when they're in Texas last year of Daniel. And Daniel's, you know, what, 5'8", five, 5'9", five, mm-hmm. 120 pounds. <laughs> He's scooting across there with his fan. And Hunter's like, check this out, man. You got this is a new way we're going to kill turkeys. You got you got to try this. I'm like, I'm 6'4", 300 pounds. I need an ostrich decoy to get behind or something. I can't scoot behind a little fan like that. There ain't no way. You don't scoot very well. Like I'll, also, it's hard to scoot, too. Yeah, I'll I mean, be the I'm guy. I'm not a big guy either. I'm not like, about like Daniel, but yeah. scooting across the field, trying to be quiet with a gun in one hand, a it's fan. I mean, it's, it is tough. Yeah, I'll be the guy holding the camera. <laughs> um, So we want to kind of talk about you know, we want to make sure that we get. How do they find your music? I mean, what, what do they, what social media pages they need to hit? Tell us about. Yeah, that. I mean, obviously Facebook. iTunes. Everybody's got iTunes. Yeah, everybody's right? got iTunes. You know, this day and age, it's all streaming. You know, Spotify yeah. and Apple Music, which is I mean, shit. I don't mind as long as you listen to music. That's all that matters to me. But yeah, Facebook, Instagram. You know, I do Twitter a little bit, but really, you know, really Instagram. You know. I control all that. I like to talk to everybody. You do that yourself. I mean, a lot I of these guys have their, have somebody else yeah. do it for them, but you're doing it all yourself. I just think it's cool, man. If I, if I could have been a 16-year-old kid and put a comment on Tim McGraw's Instagram and got something back, I would have thought that was the coolest thing oh, in the absolutely. world. So I just I like to do it, you know, and comment as many people as I can and mess people back. So, yeah. Yeah, well, guys, make sure you it. hit him up on all that stuff. And then uh, kind of going back to Tim McGraw, what's, what's yeah. your – What's your influences? Who are your kind of heroes when you're growing up? Who'd you yeah. kind of take after? My guy was uh, Keith Whitley. Yeah. You know, my dad played with Freddie Fender and Freddie Hart back in the seventies and eighties. Lived awesome. in Nashville. Met my mom. Moved back home here and started a family. Gave it all up. So because of my dad, I grew up listening to old school country music. At the same time, we'd listen to we'd listen to old school country music. Then we'd turn it over to whatever the pop stations play, and then we'd turn it over to whatever the rap stations play, and that's just kind of what. I feel like my generation did, you know. Oh, yeah. And just Absolutely. To everything. Mm-hmm. And so from that, that's what kind of influenced as far as what I do now. So I love old school country music, but I love what's going on in country music now as well. So, um, but, you know, Keith Whitley, Tim McGraw, George Strait, that's what I learned to play guitar to. So. Well, if y'all have never seen Dylan play a show, man, he, he puts on one. I mean, he mixes it up. You're going to hear a little bit of everything. You'll hear some yeah. old school country. You'll hear. All kind of stuff, but he puts on a show for sure. Guys, we appreciate y'all listening. Go uh, check us out, SimmonsSportingGoods.com. Uh, our Facebook page, Simmons Sporting Goods, Instagram, um, Simmons Sporting Goods, and uh, Dylan, is Dylan Scott Country? Uh, yeah, Dylan Scott Country. 
need to and also make sure you go up and sign up for that hunt giveaway that's gonna be a cool time guys it's a huge huge giveaway uh it's gonna be thousands of dollars of prizes plus you get to hang out with with dylan and probably caleb because that sounds like i'm shunned from that hunt hey y'all um, y'all don't let him forget that i'm getting invited on the hunting break hunt hunter's <laughs> not that's, hunter's that's not a going huge opportunity we want to thank all of our all of our help with that with uh you know real tree band and honey break all those guys we want to thank you for doing that with us too absolutely um and also don't forget to put on your calendars uh november the 17th, 17th yep. uh we're going to be doing that you know charity uh, Bayou Stock. Bayou Stock, Bayou stock for Bayou Stock. And, that's all. and you're on tour now, right, Dylan? So they can go, where can they see your tour yeah, dates? You're you on DylanScott.com? Yeah, you can go to By the time Bayou Stock gets here in a couple of weeks, we'll have Bayou Stock.com. We'll have Bayou stock .com. Um, So you go there cool. and get your tickets and everything. Tickets, BayouStock.com, and then obviously we'll have local places around here. So Awesome, awesome. All right, guys, stay tuned for big things to come, and thanks for listening.